Oral hygiene might have lasting impacts on brain health. Research over the past few years has linked gum disease and tooth loss to cognitive decline, with one study from the journal Science Advances finding that certain bacteria in the mouth might contribute to Alzheimer's disease. This is Pulse Check. I'm Kelly Hooper. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services Deputy Administrator John Bloom pledged stricter oversight of Medicare Advantage plans at a Washington conference. Private insurers run the plans on behalf of the government, and some patients have complained they aren't following Medicare rules. Medicaid expansion in North Carolina will take effect following enactment of a new state budget. The move opens up the low-income health insurance program to an additional 600,000 people who currently make too much money to qualify. State health officials have previously suggested a December 1st start date, but haven't confirmed it. And new research reveals nurse practitioners and physician's assistants, not doctors, are now handling at least a quarter of visits. Politico's Erin Shoemaker is here to explain the factors behind this dramatic change in healthcare. Thanks so much for having me. So you are reporting that the proportion of healthcare visits provided by nurse practitioners and physician assistants has grown significantly. I'm wondering if you could talk first about why that number has been going up recently. Yeah, there are just more nurse practitioners and physician assistants going into the workforce. So that is part of it. And at the same time, there's greater patient need. So our population is growing, as we know, and also older people in this country, baby boomers, so on and so forth, are aging. And so there's this big, big need. And those are the types of clinicians that are entering the workforce more quickly than traditional physicians with MDs. And, you know, what would be the difference of some of the conditions that nurse practitioners or physician assistants would be able to treat versus doctors or physicians? Is there any different types of conditions that they might be more likely to treat? Yeah, that was an interesting thing about the study. It's not that physician assistants and nurse practitioners are replacing family medicine doctors on kind of a one-to-one basis. It seems more like they tend to work in teams. So you may go to the doctor's office and if you've got some kind of a respiratory ailment, you see a physician's assistant. If you're a new patient, maybe you see the physician in the practice. Maybe you're going in for anxiety or some kind of mental health condition and that's something that a nurse practitioner might be able to address. While if you've got heart disease, the doctor is the person you see. So less of that replacement aspect and more of the person with the training that most suits your ailment might be the person you see at the office. And I'm wondering how this trend sort of fits into talks about access to healthcare, which is an ongoing topic of discussion. Does having more nurses and physician assistants step in help increase access to care for patients? It could, especially in rural areas where, you know, there may not be as many primary care doctors per capita. It can definitely help to have someone with a different kind of medical training that can still help you if you're in one of those areas and need treatment. I hear a lot about it in rural areas being something that can be helpful. And in fact, in this study, people in rural areas were more likely to have seen a nurse practitioner or a physician's assistant than people who don't live in rural areas. Looking forward, what can patients expect to see when they go to the doctor's office? Are there going to be more nurse practitioners and physician assistants entering the workforce? And are they going to continue to see less doctors or sort of what might that landscape look like? 
Yeah, it's a good question. Based on the trend that we're seeing so far, I don't expect that this is going to reverse or anything. If anything, this data only went up till 2019. I expect that it's a trend that has continued or even accelerated and that even greater proportion of people will be seeing nurse practitioners and physician assistants. I mean, this goes outside the scope of the study, but other things you might expect to see in the future could be some of your appointments being via telehealth, like depending on what the condition is maybe your first appointment is with, you know, an in-person appointment and later appointments are telehealth appointments. It could be different types of care where you are having more touch points with the medical system, but maybe fewer in-person touch points or maybe fewer touch points with the same person. So I think the future is different, but the future is kind of already here. Like everyone I spoke with said there's no going back, like we're moving into a new era of primary care. Interesting. Well, thanks so much for walking us through that, how the landscape of care is changing. And thanks for your reporting on this. Thanks so much for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Kelly Hooper. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening. And be sure to check out a new Politico podcast, Power Play, out now. The show introduces you to the top global leaders in business, politics, and culture, and dives deep into how they think about the pressing news around them. You can listen to Power Play wherever you get your podcasts.